I found out my wife has been secretly hooking up with guys for money for years, and I am devastated. The grief is unbearable. Before we start the story, make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications. My wife and I met in college. She was the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. She always had a crowd of guys following around her. I had some classes with her over the four years, but I never pursued her because, well, all the other guys. One day after class, she asked if I would study with her and the rest is history. We got married. Starting our careers in the same industry, but different companies, it's a male-dominated industry. I found immediate success while she struggled. She changed jobs in the first year. She continued to struggle. And in the third year, she became pregnant with our first son. She even worked through the pregnancy. A few weeks after giving birth in a physical routine, her doctor asked her to do a biopsy of her cervix. The results came back as precancerous cells were found. The doctor advised if we wanted more children, and if so, to do it as quick as possible, as this progress and a hysterectomy will be needed eventually. So, when she was up to it, she became pregnant again. She gave birth again to a boy within a year of each other. Afterward, more tests were done and a different doctor advised to do the procedure now. We should not wait. With two babies, still infants, she had her procedure done. She was heartbroken that she was done having children as she wanted a large family. She poured herself into being a great mother. And she was. She became a stay-at-home mom. She took care of everything at home. Meanwhile, my career was moving along. I was offered a position with another company with a large salary bump. Life is good. When the boys went off to school, she volunteered at school and was a fixture there. I should mention that we had close friends that we went to school with. A and B, another couple. A was the wife, B was the husband. We saw each other often. They started their family about the time that we did. They have one son. Our two families went on vacation together, dinner together, outings. We were best of friends. After the son was born, A, the mother, went back to work and is very successful. B, the husband, had a good job also until his job was eliminated. He struggled to find work in his field as the economy back then really affected his field. So the decision was that he would be a stay-at-home dad while looking for work where we lived, as they did not want to move. My wife and B did things together with the kid since they were both stay-at-home parents. When the kids were all in school, they still hung out. You can probably guess by now they had an affair. This story is long, but not over. After about a year of this affair going on where they would have all day to do whatever they wanted to do together in their affair while A was at work and I was at work, B asked my wife if she ever thought about doing a three-way. B had a friend he wanted to bring into the situation and my wife agreed. The day came and this guy C came over to B's house and they all did the deed together. Afterwards, the guy C told them that he usually had to pay for this. So he left a couple hundred dollar bills and asked my wife if they could have a one-on-one session. My wife told him that she needed some time to think about that and B would get back to him for her. Eventually, C recommended someone else and thus a business was born. Eventually, B got a job and had to leave my wife on her own. She used a different cell phone. She rented out a storage unit and made it into her closet slash office. She used the money she made from this business to buy outfits that her clientele requested. She even bought a car. She did not want her minivan spotted at a hotel. The guys had to pay for a room at a nice hotel. She kept the car at the storage unit and everything was in cash. That's how she pulled this off. She never brought the money into our lives that I know of. Though we would send the kids to different day camps during summer, she claimed she tightened up our budget to pay for it. She only worked during school hours. She always picked up the boys at school. On a few rare occasions, B would pick them up and keep
keep them until she got home. Our home life never suffered. I admit I was working a ton and moving up the ladder. The weekends were our family time. That's generally when I did things with my wife. I thought because of my work life, this worked best. Most nights, we would just cuddle on the couch and watch TV. Well, by the time that we have one son in college and our other son is a senior in high school, I get a call from B. My wife is in the hospital. He was very vague, but he said that she is hurt bad. I rushed to the hospital. My wife is hooked up to a bunch of machines. They have already cleaned her up and taken her for x-rays. She has a broken jaw, a broken nose, a fractured orbital bone, and possibly a concussion. They say she won't make it, but it will be a long road ahead. A police officer was finishing up and left. Keep in mind, even though it had been going on for years and years, at this point, I still had no idea about the affair or any of this work that my wife was doing. I, of course, wanted to know what happened. She was crying and talking gibberish through her sobs and pain medication. A nurse said that I should let her rest. They were moving her to a room soon. She handed me a bag with her clothes in it. I looked in the bag and asked if these were hers because she never wears heels and the dress was totally unfamiliar. The nurse said this is what they brought from the hotel room. So they pushed me out of the room and I called my sons to let them know. Later that night when the fog of her medication started to wear off, I got some of the story. She drifted off again. I had my youngest son sit in with her and I called B. Why did he call me? How did he know about this before I did? What was going on? So finally, B came clean about what my wife was up to. Leaving out his affair and his involvement, I was devastated. We eventually got her home after the surgery on her jaw. The nose would wait. She convalesced at home. As she got stronger, I got the whole story. I called A, the wife, and told her about the affair that my wife and B had together and B's relationship to her as a pimp. She threw B out and as soon as my wife got on her feet, I told her we were done. I asked her to move out and she did. She moved in with B. I got the divorce rolling. Now, I'm sitting here five years divorced. I still love her. It feels as if she has actually died. The grief is unbearable. My boys know what she did and I have not spoken to her since she left. What should I do? I can't even imagine spending, what is this, probably more than half of his life because at this point his kids are already in college or at least one of them is to find this out and have this giant lie just revealed. Not because the wife suddenly wanted to explain everything, but because she got caught in a situation that put her in the hospital. So if she never was actually put into the hospital, she would just never tell him. I mean, that is so horrifying. Among all of the other reasons that the OP has the right to know about something like this, the one that's not brought up is she put his health severely at risk. Health of the venereal type. And not to mention, once again, in a scenario like this, she took away his right to have a choice. He didn't even have the choice to say no to this because he didn't know about it. Basically, the way this whole story starts off is that he is truly, utterly all about her. And then really all that happens is that once she's had all the kids she plans to have, she has a lot of free time. And in that free time, she finds somebody else that has a lot of free time who basically becomes her pimp. One of the comments suggested that B should be arrested for doing this to his wife and the OP just says, I do not care. It seems like the OP really is trying to release this brutally traumatic event and move on with his life, but it seems like that's easier said than done. So if you were in a situation, how would you even begin to handle something like this, having this just revealed to you after all these years? Let me know down below. Am I the jerk for telling my husband to stop disrespecting our surrogate? I'm a 34-year-old female and my husband Hunter, who's 37, suffered from fertility problems. So we recently 
decided to get a surrogate who's a friend of a friend. We were busy getting everything done legally. We already had a contract in place. My egg was used, so no worries in this regard. Plus, our surrogate is a respectful, kind woman who's been keeping her part of the contract intact. But it's Hunter who's been starting to act strange. I've noticed that he's been focusing all of his attention on our surrogate, like skipping work to visit her or get her things she didn't ask for, chat with her all the time on social media, and also constantly offers to do things for her like drive her places and sometimes even invites her out or offers to repair stuff for her. She complained to me about this and even told me about things he's doing that I didn't even know about, like bringing her gifts. I tried speaking to him about what this looks like, but he said that he's doing what he's doing for his son and not for her. Still, I asked that he tone it down and respect the woman's space. He got mad at me and accused me of being jealous of the woman who's carrying my own child and said that this makes me look bad. I said our surrogate was the one who complained about this behavior and he said that this wasn't true. Apparently this made him somewhat angry so I gave him time to cool down a bit. Yesterday our surrogate called me saying Hunter came over and told her guests to leave. I asked why and she said he wanted to show her the $9,000 car he bought for her. I was shocked. She said she declined the car and asked him to leave but he started arguing with her about using public transportation and risking our baby's well-being. I was fuming. I called him back demanding he get home and he did eventually. Once he got back, I picked up a fight with him and yelled at him saying that he's been nothing but overstepping, disrespectful and inappropriate towards our surrogate. Again, he explained the car wasn't for her but to ensure that the baby is safe. I told him to stop disrespecting that woman and stop using the baby as an excuse to stomp all over her boundaries. He ranted about how he was just trying to make this work and that I should just do the same if not more. He even accused me of not loving our son as much as he does. But this isn't the way. And spending $9,000 for a car without telling me? He left the house for a while, then came back and refused to speak to me. I might have been hard on him. He might have just been oblivious. So I'm less sure seeing his reaction now. But am I the jerk for telling my husband to stop disrespecting our surrogate? I thought about this one for a little while and I can't think of a good reason why he would want to do this. I mean, what is it actually that's going on in his head that makes him go through all this? Does he really think he's protecting the baby by giving her gifts? I mean, what does giving her gifts have to do with anything? I get the car argument to a degree. He wants her to be in a car, but being in a bus is usually a lot safer if you're going to be in a car accident than being in a car because of the sheer mass of the bus. But he would probably argue he doesn't mean car accidents. He means getting mugged or something, I guess. One of the top comments has their own theories on this, and it says, It's upsetting behavior. It's one of two things. Either number one, he has a crush on her, or number two, he thinks he has a right to police pregnant women's bodies. It's inappropriate regardless. You should quietly assist her in getting an attorney to draft a cease and desist letter to him. This is kind of a terrifying position to be in as the surrogate, because it seems like the husband is somewhat unhinged, and you are carrying their baby. I think anyone one would feel the risk associated with that situation, with that whole entire arrangement. It sounds like there's a lot of complex legalities surrounding surrogates and everything, but I remember reading in one of the previous stories that in some places the surrogate can technically change her mind all the way up until the very last second. So it could be the day of the birth and she decides that she wants to keep the baby. I don't know if that applies to a situation like this at all or if it really is just based on the location, but that original comment that I mentioned talks about getting an attorney to drive 
draft a cease and desist letter to him. And they also followed up by saying, you may or may not get the baby. But frankly, I'm not sure your marriage is in a place to need a baby right now. And a lot of people seem to respond to this saying that there's no way she wouldn't get the baby. So it's not clear to me how the legal side of it would work out. But man, this situation is going to be rough for the surrogate no matter what. But let me know what you would do if you're in this situation as the wife and you saw your husband behaving this way and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my daughter's wedding even though I promised to? I'm a 39-year-old male and my daughter is 21 years old. She's going to get married this June and since she was a little girl, I always promised to pay for her wedding. But something happened two days ago that made me change my mind. Here's the background. My ex-wife and I had our daughter at a very young age, 18. We got married after six years of marriage I could find myself and come out to my wife. She understood and we had a very amicable divorce and split custody. My daughter was always daddy's girl and always got along well with my partner, who's a 38-year-old male of 14 years. She is planning her wedding. I was paying for it. And let me know a few things that she wanted for her special day. Number one, since their future in-laws are so conservative and religious, my husband is not allowed to attend the wedding. I said, okay, it's your day. Number two, my son can't attend either. No, it's going to be a child-free wedding. Number three, I can't talk about my, quote, lifestyle because she doesn't want to make her in-laws uncomfortable. Therefore, I told her that if her in-laws are so important, they should pay for the wedding. She got mad at me and called me a child and said that if I keep on with this attitude, she'll ask her father-in-law to walk her down the aisle instead. And then I said, fine, if my family isn't welcomed and I'm excluded, I am not paying for the wedding. She was furious and said that I was being selfish, picking favorites and not thinking about her at all. She complains they can't afford the wedding since they are both too young and reminded me it was a promise that I made. Everyone, including her mom, is calling me selfish. So, am I the jerk here? So she just wants an ATM. She doesn't want her father to be there in the way that is not hurting anybody, is not causing any harm to anybody, but will mildly inconvenience or make the in-laws feel uncomfortable because of their own conservative background backgrounds, but yet wants him to pay for everything. A wedding is extremely expensive. Even a lot of the very simple weddings are extremely expensive. So even if the OP has a lot of money, this is probably still a very significant portion of his savings. And he's probably just hurt that after a lifetime of having to deal with stuff like this, his own daughter is trying to hide him away from the in-laws. He probably gets the sense that she's ashamed of him and his lifestyle, as she put it. But if you were the father in this situation, would you pay for the daughter's wedding or not? Let me know down below. Am I the jerk for kicking my sister out from every streaming platform my own because she kicked my dad from her Netflix? This is not in the US. The streaming device prices are really high here. I'm a 25-year-old male. My mom passed away four years ago. And one of the things my dad, who's 65, enjoyed ever since was movies. They really enjoyed doing it together. So I guess he took comfort in keeping the activity going on his own. At that time, my sister, who's 32 years old, got a two-screen Netflix subscription and gave one one to my dad so he could use it whenever he wanted. During those four years, I was pretty much able to get all the rest. And since my sister was paying for my dad's Netflix, I thought I gave one of our screens to use. So no biggie. I've been out of town ever since New Year's Eve and I finally came back home a week ago. I told my dad that we should see a movie together in Netflix or something, but he said the Netflix wasn't working. I found it odd, so I asked what he meant while taking his phone. He said that he asked my sister a few months ago, but she said that it wasn't working, so they'd wait for it to work. I only hummed and tried to log in 
login again, but it didn't let me. So I called my sister asking for the password. She said she couldn't share the account anymore because now that they had my nephew, they were using one of the screens for him, the two month old, and another for her husband. This enraged me. I asked her why she didn't tell me before and why she lied to my dad. She said she didn't have the heart to tell him and I told her, but you have the heart to lie to him? Then I hung up. Since then, I've gotten my dad a new Netflix account. I've changed all of my passwords so only my dad and I have them. Two days ago, she called saying that my brother-in-law wanted to watch Game of Thrones, but the account kicked him out and I told her, oh yeah, it was me. She flipped and asked for the password because they can't afford it on their own and I said, well, I didn't have the heart to tell you and I hung up the phone again. My brother-in-law texted me calling me petty and a jerk and my dad's oblivious to all of this and my sister called again and asked for the password of one of the platforms because my nephew wants to see Encanto and I said she has to apologize to my dad first at least because she said my nephew's discomfort is on me. So am I the jerk? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This whole thing is very petty. I mean, the nephew can't be watching Netflix 24 hours a day. They should have just said, hey, our nephew's using it. We'll let you know when he's done. There's just a severe lack of communication in this family. But if you were the one in this situation, what would you have done and jerk or not a jerk and why? Make sure to subscribe to the Am I the Jerk YouTube channel and hit that bell to get notifications for the next videos. If one day you want to become a streamer and you want to play some good music, but you don't want to worry about copyright issues, use the music that's linked down below. You can follow it. So one day when you stream, you already have it ready to go. It's free. But either way, thanks a lot for watching and I'll see you guys next time.